0: Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout and discussing everything that has been taking place in the geek world over the past 168 hours, well, give or take, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome episode number 164. I'm Schmitty. I'm Zahner. And I'm Zook. And this is the episode for the week of Monday, May 19th. Monday just kind of left us. It flew by. I hate Mondays. I'm like
0: Garfield. I like lasagna. I hate Mondays. Mondays suck for me, though.
1: I think I screwed that up. I think I said Monday flew by. I meant May flew by.
0: Yeah. Well, we're only halfway through-ish.
1: <laughs> we Halfway-ish. are recording this on a Saturday night instead of our normal Thursday night, and that's actually a good thing, as we're going to bring up, because a lot of headlines happened just Friday and then again today that if we had recorded earlier, we would have missed, but uh, we're glad that we were able to bring these to you. But before we get started, we want to give a shout-out to all of our friends. Uh, hey, how's it going over there at truckradio.net, kryptonradio.com? Good to see you. We love you guys. Uh, Open Book Audio, always awesome dudes. And, of course, stitcher.com, where you can find this and all of our other shows, including Starfleet Academy and this game Show. And possibly another show coming out. Possibly. Yeah, we
0: said last week that we were going to be doing it, and we did do it but we just haven't had time to do the post production on it and make it less crappy. Yeah, real life is tough
1: that way, isn't it?
0: It is. It is. But there is a new show, it is coming.
1: Hey, uh we also want to give a shout out to our host at 48-14.com, uh most affordable hosting you can find anywhere and Eagle Moss Limited. I just got two more ships from Eagle Moss Limited. Ooh, which ones? I got the Romulan Warbird and I got the NX-01, the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. From Enterprise. And I know it sounds dumb, but if you're a Trekkie, you understand what I'm talking about with this. All the modern ships have a really interesting kind of eggshell color, but the NX-01 actually is silver. It's silver-plated. Now, what kind of eggshell? Is that, like, white eggshell, brown eggshell?
0: There are some, like, green-spotted eggshells.
1: Yes. (laughs) If you look at... This is a a tangent here, but if you look at the Enterprise-D... It's like a uh, beige eggshell, but it has what they call Aztec-ing. It's the the hull plates, how they fit together, and they have different colored panels all over the place, so it gives it actually a really interesting textured look.
0: I was just trying to, like, jerk around with you, man. I didn't, like, expect an answer.
1: Well, then you shouldn't have said anything. (laughs) I thought you were just going to tell me, shut up and move on. You made a comment about my toy ships? Sure, I'll have a comment back. Hey, you know what, we're also brought to you this week by this awesome new comic that came out. Uh, it's called Symptom. It's uh, the first episode, the first issue, I should say. It's available on Comicsology, written by Tanner Leigh Carter, and with art by Roland Kalninis. And I don't know if I pronounced his name right, and I'm sorry if I didn't. Uh, Symptom tells the story of Orval, a mild-mannered geek, uh, guy... I put geek in there. I think he's a geek who finds out he's developed Christopher Dennis disease. Possible side effects include nausea, vomiting, headache, bursting into flames, flying, mood swings, and shooting laser beams from the eyes. Uh, One of the side effects is it gives you superpowers. Check out this unique take on what happens to a typical guy who discovers that the world has got a lot more interesting. For more information, you can pick up the first issue at Comixology uh, or in the show notes, you can visit symptomcomic.com. We've all read it. It's quite cool. Very In fact, cool. I think uh, I think Doctor Squishy over on Scam Show is hoping to get an interview with the creators. So hope to see many, many more issues come out for this.
0: Yeah, it should be it should be a pretty good one. I I'm very intrigued. The first the first issue had me very intrigued. I want to see where he goes with that.
1: Now, now that you can shoot laser beams, what comes next? What's after the laser beams?
0: Yeah, there was a couple things I was going to say there, and I best not.
1: Don't want to alienate our sponsors. <laughs> by the way, it's really late, so we're a little bit punchy. Um, OK, we got into um, we got some really weird headlines, and not all of them are great. The first one um, really actually unsettles me. Super PACs. What's a great way to describe what a PAC is for someone who doesn't know?:
0: People who give money to a politicians.
1: Pack, uh, well, not quite. A Super PAC is a fund. That is used by political parties or campaigns. Money given to a super PAC is exempt from most accounting practices. Uh, You can't, even with a federal warrant, subpoena where the money went um, or even who it was donated by. That's just money that goes towards a candidate's campaign of some sort. Uh, Stephen Colbert famously created his own super PAC, (laughs) <laughs> uh, and raised quite a lot of money actually in it and it's it's mind boggling how, how how corruptible the very idea of a super PAC is like the entire reason it exists is to circumvent accounting methods and best practices
0: you know Zuck, and the way you just described
1: it, it sounds like money laundering for politicians it, it that's exactly what it is okay you know how um oh geez, my brain went blank uh Schmidt uh the uh, over the air. HD service that has you all in a rage. Aereo. Yeah, okay. Aereo went before the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court basically said it sounds like you developed an entire method specifically to circumvent copyright law. The super PACs are the same thing, only somehow they're okay. They only exist as a way to circumvent IRS, audits, any type of accountability. It's really, really, really bad. If you're a mob, boss, if you're the mafia and you want to support a political party, this is how you do it. You donate to a super PAC. (laughs) Well, why are we bringing this up? We've been told not to talk about accounting stuff and we try not to talk about politics. Well, as it turns out, the super PACs uh, now accept Bitcoin. The IRS (laughs) refuses to uh, tax it and the Department of the Treasury refuses to identify it as an actual currency, but that doesn't mean super PACs won't take your money.
0: Well, I think that the IRS recently came out and said that they will tax it as an asset, however it is not a currency. It right. is an asset.
1: So, how does that mean that super PACs can now accept them as currency? It's like donating land. Double double skeevy. <laughs> it's super skeevy.
2: I mean, well, now if they so- if they even if they wanted to track it, now they can't.
1: <laughs> yeah. Where did this money come from? I don't know. Could have been selling humans. Could have been selling heroin. We don't know. But now it's going to the political candidate of your choice. It came wrapped in silk, though. (laughs) I think it came from a road somewhere.
2: (laughs) You know, we we might get more uh, drug lords uh, dipping money into our government.
0: So
1: Who knows? (laughs) uh, Silk Road. There's a reference that uh, Zana just made to the Silk Road. I actually want to step back from that. I recently just concluded a job search. I was looking for a new job. And I found one, and I sent it to these guys. The job search site was jobs.silkroad.com. <laughs> Zook is now a human trafficker by day, podcaster <laughs> by night. Oh, I sure hope I get paid better.
0: <laughs> that,
2: that's on the list we of websites not to pull up at work.
1: <laughs> yeah. By the way, <laughs> I just thought I'm like, oh, this looks like an interesting job. Wait, I had to send it to these two to figure out. It does it oh, seem odd to you guys? Because it seems kind of odd thought, to me.
2: Well, On the of that, you probably should never pull up that site <laughs> unless you're unless you're uh, wanting to get caught by the
0: NSA for you know false positive. Or <laughs> so I I just thought it was awesome that they had Silk Road in their URL, <laughs> and it's like a sort of legitimate company, isn't it? They yeah. make
2: carpets for, for <laughs> model shows, don't they? No, just kidding. They don't.
1: So the FEC um, has decided to uh, iron out some details by basically saying that if you were to donate Bitcoin, it qualifies as a in-kind donation similar to a work of art. Which means you can <laughs> donate up to $5,000 per super pack, and no one can track it. No one can even find out where it came from.
0: Huh. Now the true works of art; those are all worth more than five thousand. They're like priceless. So how could you compare a Bitcoin to the Mona well, Lisa? No, because what this really. means is,
1: by by normal definitions, if it was cash, you can only donate up to a hundred dollars. But now you can donate five thousand dollars just because you've changed it from actual currency to not real currency. <laughs> What's a kidney worth? Yeah, Your it, kidney
0: or, or a kidney? I, I want you
1: to mail a bag of kidneys to a Super PAC headquarters and see what they do.
2: <laughs> it's artwork. Look, I arranged them in, a, in the shape of a Bitcoin.
0: <laughs> now, is a kidney a bean-shaped organ or is a kidney bean an organ-shaped bean? Wow, Mr. Tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we just talked about kidneys. That's what it made me think of. Yeah. <laughs> Is that our okay. new sausage? <laughs>
1: Kidney bean? Phrasing. Okay, so um, Apple made some, well, quite a few headlines this week. They usually do, actually. When they make one headline. Have you noticed that? Whenever Apple makes one headline, they actually <laughs> usually make ten.
0: Yeah. It, they. Yeah. It's It's either all or nothing with them. They work in
2: spurts. They'll take a couple weeks off, and then they'll go to work for a week, and then.
0: Which is why they haven't.
2: Really Remember how about bad news comes innovative? in waves. Yeah. So
1: does Apple. Anywho, <laughs> that's turned into a bad moment. There, um, they have poached Ari Partnan over to their team now. Who is Ari Partnan? He is the senior Nokia engineer who developed the PureView camera. It. No matter what you think of Windows Phone or Nokia phones in general, it has widely been regarded that Nokia has the highest quality camera on any smartphones. I mean, you had a 40 megapixel camera on a uh, PureView phone years ago. Uh, Current ones have like 20 megapixel, and even the ones that aren't that high still have these insane amount of optical stabilization, and I mean, they're just the best cameras. So what does this mean? Why is he heading to Apple? Well, for one, Apple probably offered him a whole grundle of money. For two, Nokia engineers, historically speaking, have not been so great with dealing with change. And Nokia did just sign on with Microsoft. They're now Microsoft's mobile division. Last time, uh, I think I wrote about this on the blog. I think this is actually before we started doing a podcast. But the last time Nokia did anything with Microsoft, half their engineering team walked out. So he may be leaving for that reason, but regardless of his reasons why, what this means is that you can tell app um, Apple Cupertino is definitely trying to revamp the iPhone just last week they got word that uh, we got word the new designer has been hired for the shell of it itself. Uh, I believe they're trying to change the way the iOS looks and integrates after the debacle that was iOS seven and now they're trying to swap out the guts for the camera plus they're trying to buy Beats as well, remember?
0: Yes. Now, I seem to remember a couple years ago, I was it the iPhone 5? iPhone 4S, maybe? One of, the big, one of the big selling features is, oh, this has the best camera ever. Is that best camera ever by Apple standards? Apparently, because now they're trying to get the best camera ever.
1: Well, it's, what you're missing there is the air quotes around it. The best camera ever.
0: True, true. But it seems like they are actually now going for the best or, camera
1: ever. Or, or there's actually an asterisk that says the best camera ever that we're willing to tell iPhone. you about. But yeah, so you have Beats Audio that we talked about last week. You have the Nokia peer-review camera. They're really trying to go all out. Now all they have to do is just ditch the the OS. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they haven't done anything spectacular with iOS for years, years and years. There's nothing that's revolutionary about it. In fact, everything about the iPhone, to me, seems like they're playing catch-up to everyone else.
1: Well, and I know our Apple fans out there will come to their defense with one thing that we should point out. iOS was revolutionary when it came out. It totally changed the market. Yes, it was. Before the iPhone came out, I used a Windows mobile phone. Not the same. Oh, my gosh. It was horrible. How many years ago was that? That was four? Five? No. Yeah. IOS? Windows Mobile
2: 6 and Windows Mobile
0: 7, I want to say. Were, or 7. Yeah, Mango. 6.5. No, 6.5. When, 6. 5. No, when was 5 iOS years? first released? That that was seven, eight years ago now, wasn't it? Two thousand seven. No. 2007 was the, when the iPhone was released. Okay. So, we're looking at, what's that? Seven, seven years. Seven years, yeah. So... But, you know, tech, the technology industry is a whole lot of, what have you done for me lately?
1: Yeah.
0: And Apple, you go and you say that, oh, well, they revolutionized it. Yes, they did. But what, but what have, have you, you done, done for, for me, me lately? lately? Yeah. So, You're only
1: as good as your last hit.
0: Yes. And they haven't had one for a while, I don't so think. So
2: you wouldn't you wouldn't say that the iOS 7 update was, uh, okay, it... it You're right. It's not revolutionary, but it was a big change. It was Uh, a big change, and it pissed off a lot of
1: people. iOS 7 was a horrible change, and I don't care what any of my Apple friends out there say. iOS 6 and even 5 before it were very usable, and if you knew an iPhone, they're even more usable. I have many friends who use iPhone who can't figure out now now when a button is a button, (laughs) because the button is white, (laughs) and the background is white. And there's no border around the button. It's just white on white. And somewhere in there is a button. That's bad design.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, it's it's horrible design. And, you know, all the Android fanboys are saying, oh, well, they were just copying Android with the way that they were doing this or that. And the flat thing, yeah. To some extent, that may be correct. But, you know, it, iOS 7 was not a big hit. In my industry, I need people who have updated to iOS 7. And I've had a lot of people come and tell me, I refuse to go to iOS 7 because my stuff does not work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I I thought that Apple's thing was it just works. So hopefully their cameras will just work now with with getting um, the guy from Nokia, Ari, Ari Parton in. Uh, hopefully, you know, we can start seeing some real revolutionary stuff. And I... As much as I don't like Apple, I want them to succeed. I want them to be pushing the boundaries
1: Mm
0: -hmm. of innovation because that's good for everyone.
1: I don't know if it was last week or the week before. I think it was the week before when I brought out that the next one that Apple has to look out for is Windows Phone. Yes. Because Apple is on the decline. And if they keep releasing new updates like iOS 7 was, uh, Windows Phone will surpass them. I'm sorry. It's just true. The Windows Phone 8.1 update brought in so many features and niceties that uh, iOS 7 can't compete with. That's uh, now a lot of it. And Apple's strength is marketing only now with beats audio and Nokia camera technology. I think they'll finally be able to back up a lot of their marketing hype.
0: Well, they've still got to close the beats audio deal. That's not finalized yet.
1: That's true. That's true. And whatever they do, it's not going to come out. I mean, we're not going to see this in September. We probably won't even see it next, uh, what is it, March, when they bring out their uh, their new iPhones?
0: I don't know. They release a bunch
1: of crap before they should anyways. Just look at Apple Maps or Siri. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, in other Apple news, again, I said we had a bunch of headlines, uh, Apple is being sued, and not by who you'd think. Uh, it turns out that there are reports that text messages are being withheld from people who have switched away from iPhone.
2: Yeah so some people are are uh, um I guess they did tests in um I I don't even remember who did these tests but they were showing that some people that had iMessage uh that originally started out with iMessage and then switched to either an Android phone or a Windows 8 phone um were showing sometimes a delay in the the text message being sent up to you know 30 seconds or so and then some te- some messages weren't even sent at all um, they'd wait days and they'd never they'd never get there. They could send messages to the to the person that was sending them messages, but they'd never get messages back. And
1: so, um, and well, this uh, has been an issue for a long time. Yeah. Uh, just to give you guys a bit of background too, my wife had an iPhone, and she eventually switched to Android. And when we did switch to Android, and we turned the iPhone back in, um, people who had iPhones would send her messages, and she'd never get it because their phone still thought that she had an an iPhone. So they'd send it over iMessage, but she didn't anymore, and it never forwarded on. Never mind the fact that technically it's supposed to be an SMS, and it was sending to her phone number, which hadn't changed. But when she would send them a text, it came across on their phone as an iMessage, which led to a huge confusion that I won't get into right now, where this person thought (laughs) that she still had an iPhone, and she had switched to an Android like a week before.
2: Yeah, and uh, Apple uh, came back with a defense saying that well, we warn users to turn off um, iMessage before switching to another another service before moving their SIM card. Um, but in reality, what what users? It, it's probably in the fine print embedded somewhere. They're not actively telling people to do this, and so our our users really held responsible for for doing that. I I think. This is uh, an issue that Apple, where Apple is at
1: fault instead of the user. I I think it's an understandable technical limitation. However, it's something they 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 may not be able to change the system how the system works on the back end, but they could do go to great measures to clarify it when a person is migrating away, or you know, there's things they could do. Now, I don't know if the back end iMessage system, which if you remember when it first launched had just a load of problems. People were having issues with it left and right. It'd go to their iPhone, but it wouldn't go to their iPad or vice versa, or it wouldn't go to their OS X. It was just, it was really screwed up. But there is a lot they could do to maybe increase the amount of polling, so it checks more often to see if if it's coming from an iPhone or an iPad. And if it isn't, then disable iMessage, for heaven's sakes. It's not that difficult. Right. I mean, there's, there's just, there's. I don't think Apple's really at fault for negligence or maliciously doing it. I just think it's a really annoying quirk that they haven't even thought to fix. Which is, you're right is still on them.
0: People are just hitting send wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you should just stick with iPhone. What's you're your rolling wrong?
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's that's all it is. They're just hitting that, that send button all
1: wrong. Mm. They need to do it a different way. It sounds like we're hating on Apple, but if anyone else did this, it would be, you know, it'd be pitchforks and fires. I mean, not that it's not that way. This lady's suing them, and it has made it to court. I don't know... I don't know how you win a case like that. I mean, short of you happen to be a world-class surgeon and you didn't get the text that, hey, a heart is available for your patient, I don't know what text message is so important that a judge is going to say, yes, you get millions of dollars for it. And that might be the case. We don't
2: We don't have the details of, of the exact lawsuit. Oh, wait, never mind. We do. I see it right here. I just haven't read through it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, I'm not going to read that briefing or it, it, whatever it's called.
2: And, you know, it, it had to be something like that in order for the person to win so i and i don't know much about see and i only use that
1: example because my wife just watched the season finale of Grey's anatomy (laughs) so did he
2: miss a text and then someone died
1: Uh, almost yeah spoiler alert (laughs) um yeah because our audience is seasons behind
0: now i when i get all caught up i'm gonna uh, they even been on for eight seasons. <laughs>
1: Probably. I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, but, Never mind. Uh, but I, I'm quite I'm well aware of the uh, overlap ten. our audience has with the Grey's Anatomy audience.
0: There's ten
2: seasons. Ten? Yeah. Last last one was two days ago, I guess. Fear of the unknown. I know. I just go I just wikied it.
1: <clears throat> but that ten? Yeah. Yeah. Man, it'd take us kicking and screaming to even get Stargate SG-1 to 10. Yeah, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, Who knew that all you needed to keep a show going for that long is have a bunch of immature doctors sleeping with each other. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And in uh, other weird news, also Apple news, hell has just frozen over. Apple and Again? Google, or rather Motorola, have been suing each other left and right into oblivion since smartphones came onto the scene. You stole this technology. No, you stole this technology. Hey, that you know how ours uses a finger to unlock a phone? Well, yours uses a finger to unlock a phone too, and that's, I mean, that's what it boils down to. It is super ridiculous. Out of nowhere, Friday morning, and this is one of the headlines we were talking about that... Uh, if we had recorded Thursday night, we wouldn't have even seen this coming. But out of nowhere, they just dropped it all and said, nope, we're not going to sue each other anymore. We are going to work together to reform copyright law. What? I. I don't even have words for this. <laughs> copyright law or patent law?
2: I they say patent litigation. Patent, right.
0: patent litigation. Okay, so they're, they're trying to fix the patent system because they realize how screwed
1: up it is. Wait a minute, you have a them. patent that says you'll use a finger on a touch screen? We have a patent that says you'll use a finger on a touch screen. <laughs> Who's and, and right? May,
2: maybe they listened to our episode what six months ago or so when we said, you know, th- this kind of technology shouldn't be patented because it's just an inherent way of using a mobile device. It's something that shouldn't be patented because it's, it's the
0: only obvious way to use a device. And they're patenting them. It's I'm kind of going to file a patent for a phone in which you use your knuckle to unlock the screen.
1: It'll be great with apes. Let's <laughs> like, we'll be sitting here like... Whoa, whoa. I think I just hit my mic. I am just a big dumb monkey on here. But now gorillas up, can
2: use your phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've revolutionized the way simians can interact with iPhones. Anyway, that would be awesome. Just in time for Planet of the Apes. So...
0: That trailer looks awesome, by the way.
1: Yeah, we're all over the place tonight. Oh, oh, new Flash trailer came out.
0: That yeah, looks awesome. that
1: looks awesome, too. Christopher Nolan it, has the new Interstellar trailer out.
2: Granted, I, I am going to be a devil's advocate here and say that it does look really CW-ish. That being said, it's... Uh, on the good side of the C
0: W. So my C W has Diaries. handled arrow though, I yeah. fully approve.
1: <laughs> Anywho, back to the weird kerfuffle that is Apple and Google out of nowhere smoking the peace pipe and singing Kumbaya in court. I mean, where did this even come from?
0: I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe, I, maybe they I have no saw, clue. They saw the
2: they were getting nowhere with all these these patent litigations and decided to work together. I don't know.
1: Well, you, you got to think that, I mean, on one hand, well, this is two points on one hand, uh, those lawyers aren't <laughs> cheap. No. Right? The, this continuing stupid litigation that they're constantly going through was costing both sides loads of money. But the lawyers were getting rich. Oh, yeah. The lawyers were doing fine. And two, um, you can't imagine that it was really helping either of their PR images. I mean, just last week, we talked about the stupidity of Amazon's patent of taking a picture of something in front of a white screen. (laughs) Once the the internet catches word of things like that, it doesn't really help your public image. On the other hand, you'll note that Apple is not making this agreement with Samsung. Because they hate Samsung. They're just going to go at it back and forth for the next 20 years. Well, we talked about this with the original Galaxy S. Do you remember those side-by-side screenshots of an iPhone next to a Galaxy S? Yeah. Yep. In that case, I do believe Hence Samsung, the hate. Yeah, Samsung really did copy. I mean, it was a copy-paste job right there.
2: You know, I'm not so sure that they're they're withholding this from Samsung just because they hate them, but they do have open lawsuits with Samsung right
1: now. Well, they have open um, lawsuits with Motorola and Google. Oh, a good point. Okay. But then again, and I don't know this for sure because I'm not familiar with international p- patent law, but Samsung isn't a U.S. company. Right. You couldn't reform patent litigation with a company that files for patents overseas.
0: Right.
1: Or could you? I don't know. We don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't there some sort of, like, database, though, where the U.S. Patent Office can look at the Korean Patent Office and say, Oh, wait, they already have the ability to unlock a screen with a finger patented.
1: <laughs> well, who knows? We just found out a couple of weeks ago they don't use Google for things like that. You'd have we to could know probably how to figure it out that really in, fast.
2: You'd have to know how to search that in Korean.
1: <laughs> uh. If we have any patent lawyers who listen to the show, or anyone who knows one, have them give us a call, okay, or send us an email feedback at stolenroids dot com. Because this is this really does seem like it just came out of left field, out of nowhere, and I think it's a good thing. I'm not upset. I think it's a good thing for all of us, but it just seems really there's a lot of unanswered questions we'd like to know.
2: Yeah. Does, does patent reform mean that they're they're changing the way? Uh, that they do patents, or are they gonna share patents, or does this mean that they're finally going to pay for each other's licenses and and yeah, who knows?
0: Or are they gonna show up at the doors of the patent office and say, Y'all are drunk? <laughs> or are they gonna form a new company called Apple Google?
2: Or App Google No, that's no. Apparola. Apagaparola. <laughs> like
1: It'll be a cute uh cartoonish turkey, kinda like their Android droid.
2: No. Yeah, but forget I said that. That'll never happen. Apple and Google will always
0: and forever be separate entities until one or the other dies.
1: Which, if Apple doesn't come up with something innovative, could be sooner rather than later. I, I, I'm putting this out here right now. If Apple and Google ever decide to join forces on a phone, that's the day Schmidt suddenly gets a Windows phone. Mysteriously. Doesn't even tell any of us. <laughs>
2: forget i'm going back to blackberry
1: (laughs) you know if that abusive man google does that to him leaves him for another company he is going to windows phone i can put up with the abuse
0: only so far (laughs) could you imagine the press that that would generate if they did a joint venture on a phone how big of a story that would be and we can say you heard it here first
1: Look, Schmitty, it's either that or you shave your head. It's one 2
0: I'll shave my head and... Uh, You're going to need to get that Android Windows tattoo removed. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was an interesting choice for a back piece, but... <laughs> His tramp stamp. <laughs> I'll
2: find a way to turn it into a Windows logo.
0: <laughs> it says Mom. <laughs> Android looking through a window.
1: All right. Hey, um, into some other Google news, and this is more of a PSA. We talked about it mm, a month ago, I want to say, but it has gone live. It went live Thursday. Google has the ability to use you in their ads. Uh, We talked about this in depth, actually, about a month ago, where you'll be browsing around on Google and suddenly it says, hey, Zoner really liked this. This is different than the plus ones that you've seen everywhere, this is for products products that maybe Zonar did not plus one maybe he simply posted in a in a post somewhere that hey i used this new thing and it sucked that's all it's possible. needs they
2: they, they do auto tag like if you post something on google plus they'll auto tag it with things that they think you're talking about yeah so it's highly possible
1: well, uh, you can opt out of that, but the setting is hidden. We have the links here in the show notes under a PSA where you can go in and opt out and save. But you do have to opt out. And again, I, I'm going to reiterate what we said a month ago. That's crap.
2: It's, it's, it's They're playing Facebook's game now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like that. You should have to opt in. But oh, and and it's interesting, they, too. So? Because when you opt out, they try and make you feel guilty for opting out. Are you sure? A lot of good products will go hungry this way.
0: Yeah. They said your friends are less likely to benefit from your recommendations.
1: Guess what, Google? I got a podcast. My friends listen <laughs> and hear what I recommend anyway. No, I lie. My friends out. don't listen to this show at all.
2: <laughs> Both of them. I'm really kind of curious on, uh, as to how how this will be. Uh, I I decided a long time ago that I'm going to keep this on just to see what happens, and so if there are any listeners out there that, that follow me on, on Google+, if you see an ad with my name in it, let me know. I want to see how it's used. Uh, get, get me a screenshot or something.
1: Schmidt uh, likes this 10 gal- this 50 gallon his 50-gallon drum of personal lube <laughs> Call back yeah, that, to one of our earliest episodes.:
2: That was yeah, that was a long time ago. that was almost two years ago. <laughs> wow.
1: But Schmidt recommends it for you. Buy two of them today. Okay. Special
0: BOGO offer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Another list of things not to Google at work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Buy one, get one personal lube. Okay. Anywho. um, AT&T. Another headline I don't know what to make of. Seemingly came out of nowhere. And, And this one take it with a huge grain of salt because it has not been confirmed or announced yet, but industry insiders, and a lot of them, and very, very credentialed ones are saying that AT&T is getting ready to make a $50 billion offer on wait for it, drumroll DirecTV um say what? (laughs) so I guess trying to buy up other cell companies wasn't enough, now you want our now you want satellites and TV too?
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so number one, I I, I want to find out what they mean by it, they're in advance talks to acquire Directv. What what is what is the requisite to be an advanced talk of? Is it some guy overhearing one of the uh, directors of the company talking on the phone and dropping the name Directv and the number fifty billion a lot, or was this actually like? Uh, uh, an interview or an insider that, that knows some stuff, you know? I don't know. So yeah, take it with a grain of salt. I don't know for sure.
1: I, I don't know what this is supposed to gain anyone. Is this just another revenue stream for AT&T? Do they have an ulterior motive? Is this part of some larger plan? Is the DARPA initiative involved? Or the Dharma? <laughs> the DARPA initiative? Well, now after they've you know been making killer robots, now they're also going to get AT and T to take over your DirecTV.
0: Well, you know, I it says in this article here that Comcast trying to buy Time Warner is actually excel- accelerating the drive for consolidation in the rest of the industry.
1: Why so? Yeah, why is the good question? Don't we call those monopolies? Yeah, we do. Weren't we just satisfied with having an oligopoly? Now we have to have an actual monopoly?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well I just want some mi- money like in monopoly. My reason
2: for asking why isn't isn't that so much that, you know, why have monopolies? But um
1: Why ask my why reason,
2: my reason for asking why is that in the twenty first century when everything is over the internet now, why are we still going back on uh cable TV and satellite TV? It's ancient technology. Well, okay, satellite TV not so much, but um, everything. I over think you know. that's can-
0: awesome how you just referred to satellites in outer space <laughs> beaming. <laughs> We've had television for- <laughs> shows to our house as ancient technology. We've, We've had, had satellites in outer space for sixty
2: years. Yeah, yeah. So it's not new technology. Satellite TV is not new technology. It's satellite TV itself is older than thirty years. But they so, did not have it on the ark. No, but I <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, maybe
1: they did. Good you did you see the too. movie? Do you know what Noah and his family would have done if they had had Food Network? I didn't know you could <laughs> I didn't know you could do that with Wildebeest. We got two of them right there.
2: Wow. <laughs> no, but That'd you know be what I mean? Awesome. Like the the way technology is going right now, why are we still f- fudging around
0: with satellite TV? Because these guys have money and they keep paying politicians through their super PACs. I didn't ask and, why they're doing it. Why are, why are we still putting up with it? Because <laughs> well, they tell us that we need to
1: when we watch their TV shows. Yeah. Schmidty has a point here, though, because AT&T is trying to grab hold of a lot of different ways of distributing content by buying DirecTV. And they're looking at spending up to $50 billion to do it. It's not that simple. Let's say it goes through with absolutely no problems. The FCC doesn't have any issues with it. The SEC doesn't have any issues with it. So $50 billion down. Speaking from experience, when one company buys another or moves into management position in another, that's not it. Okay, There's other things that need to happen, a lot of other things that happen, and you're probably looking at maybe another billion, maybe two billion to continue the transition and actually roll out new products. So let's tentatively round it up to $55 billion total. When you're done moving assets around, moving people around, moving marketing around, whatever. Why doesn't AT&T just dump $55 billion into laying fiber out across the US or some next generation? Instead of trying to consolidate all – and I think this is what Schmidty means. Instead of trying to spend that much money and effort consolidating all the old guard of technology, why don't they become the leader in the new guard? Why don't they try and do that instead? I'm thinking that – and
0: this, this holds true for the companies like AT&T that have been around forever, the network television, dinosaurs, CBS, NBC, you know, they've got their power. They've been around for 50, 60 years, sometimes longer. They don't want to lose that, and so if they can remove competition...
1: But that's my point. They, Why not go into a new field where there is no competition?
0: It's it's easier to think in a business model that's 100 years old and just buy out your competition or potential competition than it is to be innovative. I would love to see them just go and lay fiber and do something completely innovative that revolutionizes how we live our lives, yeah, but, te- but it's
1: easier for them to just go and buy up some Tesla Motors would disagree with that line of thought, not yeah, your last we'll thought, would, but you look know, up, however, the- they
0: are innovative and they're not a hundred year old company.
2: Just, just look at the age difference of the CEOs between Tesla Motors and AT&T. And that, I think that's our answer right there. And I'm not, I'm not saying that older people uh, tend to take the easy way out, but it's just their, the way of thinking. It they, is. They don't understand. Not that they don't understand new technology, but it does it, – maybe it costs more money or it takes more effort to get something started that's that's new or
1: I, – so I don't know. That's, I'm just holding my position. I know you guys aren't contradicting. Me. I know you're not disagreeing, but at seriously, you could have put that money into a new industry where you are the only ones there. Yeah. Yeah, they could have. You, you still would have no competition. Only then you'd have massive upswing for you. People would People would be flocking to you is yeah. that a safe decision though are are they doing this because it's a safe business move it's going to help the
0: bottom line on their stock price as opposed honestly, to honestly i don't know a- it
1: will i i think more and more people are getting the impression well look you've been trying to merge with all these other companies you just have money to burn and you can't figure out who to merge with yet they don't really cut their prices
0: like a or like T-Mobile did because they so they're screwing everyone over. Yeah. That's what this boils down. Well,
2: to. and, and, and again, we have to go back to, uh, to the title of, of the article that they're just in talks to buy it. So this is all just speculation. Um, and we have to hold on to our seats and <laughs> wait to see what happens. So. Yeah.
0: However, the logic behind this decision is very questionable, yeah. but we're not in the boardrooms. We're not there. We don't know what they're doing, what their ultimate goal is. But it's still questionable. It's very questionable. Well, we, uh,
1: we will see. This will continue to be in the news for a while. We will, more things will come from this. So, In the meantime, something that's been in the news for a little while, and we haven't um, actually reported on until now, but the FCC has a plan, uh, and it's their version of net neutrality, and it has a lot of people very upset net neutrality, uh, we'll give you a quick primer here because we haven't talked about it for a long time. But it's the idea that anything that travels on the Internet should be handled at the same priority as anything else. That my email should not be more important than Zahner's email or Schmitty's email. That if all three are sent equally at the same time, then all three of them are handled equally. And geographic conditions and technology and place being equal, they should arrive at their destinations at the same time.
2: Except for Zooks, that mentions shooting the president.
1: Yeah, yeah. That should be delayed. For at least, you know, 50 years. Um, You just had to throw that reference in there, didn't you? I've been so (laughs) good. Another
2: shout out to like, we've been shouting out to previous episodes, I thought I'd have to throw another one in. It's a recap
0: show. (laughs) Not really. Or is it more the inside joke show? Only the true droids will get that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but yeah, this this plan, it's so. not a final ruling, but essentially what it's going to do is it will unleash a new economy on the internet where an ISP can charge a site such as Netflix for faster video streaming. Well, okay. But it does prohibit them from
1: outright blocking sites. So they're just going to charge everyone. What this, what this new proposition is, the FCC is trying to, to submit and put forth... And it's a bad, bad thing is take what you make right now in, in speed. Let's say that you get 10 megabits of internet speed, okay? They're gonna bump that down to six. So everyone has six megabits of internet speed. But if you want to pay, or if Netflix wants to pl- pay, then Netflix gets the higher speed lanes, the 10 speed the 10 megabit lanes that you used to have for free. It's basically giving you what you already had, but it's making people pay for it. In that sense, then Netflix comes to you faster because they have faster pipes. They aren't actually faster, they're the same ones that everyone had, just now you don't have access to them anymore. In a way, it's like a carpool lane. In a way, yeah. it is the opposite of net neutrality. And the yeah, problem with that is is that, that when you reason. give that ability to third parties, when you give that ability to other companies, pretty soon you're going to notice that certain other companies seem to have all the fast lanes. Mm-hmm. They're going to crowd out anyone else. You want to yeah, get to StolenDroids.com? Sorry, we didn't have the money to pay for a fast lane. But you can go any to other any other RSP. site mm-hmm. that has a faster one.
2: Yeah, and I, I think we brought it up when we were discussing SOPA and PIPA. Um, that, you know, if, if we don't have true net neutrality, the internet could soon turn into, uh, you know, a a place where you have to go to a certain ISP to get, to get certain websites. And if you want, uh, you know, you can get YouTube if you go through a a Google, uh, a, a Google based ISP. But if you want to go to, if you want to get something through iTunes, then you need to get something that's backed by apple or something like that it'll become very fragmented and and uh, not everyone will have access to 100 percent of the internet so
1: kind of scary mm-hmm. well uh in that scary vein and i love this actually variety has a great uh, article here uh i'm just going to read the first paragraph for you comcast exec vp david l cohen isn't sure how the FCC's proposed net neutrality rules will define broadband providers' ability to charge for an internet fast lane, but said that in any case, the cable giant has the right to offer paid prioritization to partners. Quote, whatever it is, we're allowed to do it. End quote. (laughs) Wow. Shouldn't the VP of, oh, I don't know, the largest ISP in the nation, have some sort of clue what the FCC is talking about? We're just three guys from Utah, and we know. I, I don't know. I think they see
2: the potential of, of making money on it and and ignore the rest. So, who knows?
0: Yeah, all they're seeing is dollar signs. They're seeing a way that they can capitalize on people streaming Netflix into their homes at unprecedented rates, people watching YouTube, you know, all this stuff, I mean... There's bandwidth being used there. Let's charge for it. Let's charge more than we charge for it. Yeah, it's just. Uh, there are reasons that I recently just disassociated myself from Comcast
1: uh, entirely. A follow up to that quote is We're not sure. Oh, I'm sorry. We are not sure about what paid prioritization or what a fast lane is. Fast lane sounds bad, but I believe that whatever it is, it has been completely legal for 15 or 20 years.
0: <laughs> really? Wow Now we've discussed this before Just because something is legal Doesn't make it ethical Just because you can do something Doesn't mean you should <laughs> right. And by completely legal he
2: means With certain loopholes You can <laughs> you can make sure that you're not uh,
0: Going to be caught for this It's that nice little Speeds up to That they <laughs> throw in there There you go You're up to 20 is only
2: up to 20 if you are kicking us a little.
1: My my brother brought up, he and I were talking a couple days ago, and he brought up a Control-Alt-Delete comic from years ago that we both still reference. We love it. Uh, Sorry, I'm only getting like one megabit down. Well, I'm sorry, sir, but you'll notice that uh, the wording is that you get speeds up to 20 megabits. Uh, Really, you can get anywhere in between there. One day it might be 20, and one day it might be 1. He responds, well, how about next time I pay up to my full cable bill? It could be the full (laughs) amount. It could be very little. (laughs) So, yeah, um, this is a bad idea. If if a VP from Comcast says, hey, yeah, sure, we'll do that, then you know it's not a good idea. Yeah, I'm pretty (sighs) sure they're the devil. Switching gears here, as it turns out, Open source may not be the cheapest way to go. If you don't know what open source is, uh, chances are good you've used it anyway. Open source is used to reference a certain license, the Creative Commons or the open source agreements or the alliance license, that states that whatever software you're using is free because it's open to everyone. Any developer can use it, uh, just so long as you give credit where credit's due. It doesn't cost you anything. Linux, open source. Unix, Open source. Um, originally, Android was open source. Originally, and most people don't know this, but PDFs are open source. So anyone can develop for it. Well, everyone has always said, and I'm not exaggerating there. I remember 20 years ago when people were saying, oh, Windows isn't going to stay around. Microsoft, its days are numbered. I mean, one was out, and people were saying this, okay? Because open source is the way of the future. It's free. Yeah, well, there's other things involved. Uh, as it turns out, uh, the CIO for the UK government, uh, well, for a UK government, uh, Hampshire, I don't know where that is, but has done the math, and for his city, they found it's actually more expensive to go with open source than it is just to put Microsoft products on everything. Yeah, What was their logic in that finding?
0: Well,
2: you, you, would, you would think that to be false, except he brings up the point that... Um, for, for large companies or large organ, large organizations, um, it's not really, uh, it's not really prudent to use, um, a piece of software that's made by a small company, something that might not be able to support a large organization. Um, and so they're more likely to use something like, like Microsoft products or Apple products, something that's been proven to use, um, to support large companies. Um, but that's not the only reason the other reason is uh, the question of support uh, if they're using a small piece of software made by you know one or two developers uh, they're gonna be pushing a lot more money into that to support it if something comes up a bug comes up or or they need certain updates things like that uh, whereas updates from companies like Microsoft or Apple are either already in there or are going to be a lot cheaper for uh, you know, on a unit base, so
1: Um, I, I've worked in IT and corporate IT for a very long time here. And we see this actually very frequently. Why on earth should we pay this vendor this much money for these services? It makes no sense. We're paying them so much money. We could bring that in house and do that ourselves. <laughs> the problem with that is is the fact that this other company has the staff and the knowledge and the technology to do it. You would have to develop that all in house. And anyone who doesn't understand how that applies to open source computing, well, let's put it this way. Who helps you fix your computer at home if it's a Windows? You? Your spouse? Your nephew? Someone, right? Who helps you if it's a Linux machine?
2: it's most likely you you, you and the internet
1: <laughs> will develop a very close relationship while you learn how to control and program for your computer. Yeah. And it will take That's you more so time.
2: That's true. Yeah, just yeah, one one case uh, one case scenario is that you install Windows 8 it might take you 3 4 hours depending on the speed of your, Tops. your processor. Tops. Tops. Yeah. Installing um Ubuntu um Okay, well, installing Ubuntu itself is only like Five a couple minutes, minutes. <laughs> but then you have to get it. the drivers, and yeah, I mean, getting it to the point where you could be as productive on that same on that Windows machine that you just set up, we're talking days, and and that's even with experienced people, and and
1: yeah, uh, something doesn't work on your Windows machine, you hit up the Microsoft tech support. Who offers it? Something doesn't work on your Ubuntu machine? You have the forums and twenty different people screaming at you that you're an idiot. 15 people who are trying very desperately to be very helpful for you, and heaven bless them for it. Uh, however, it's not their machine, and they'll respond to you when they can. And then a whole handful and, of or, people in there who don't know what they're talking about but think they're being helpful.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, And and even the people that are being helpful, uh, their solutions might not work for you because your hardware is different and uh, the, your your network setup is different. And so the command line thing, the command line is completely different the way that your parameters should be set up it's it's a mess it, and never mind that the entire the whole
1: of them expect you to have full-on programming knowledge right okay open source is great and i'm not speaking against it because it definitely has its times but and i think this uh, cio is what his real argument is is sometimes it is worth it to just buy it from someone who actually put the time and effort into it so you don't have to
0: which yeah. is a great argument.
1: I have the same um philosophy about sushi. you don't make your
0: own sushi? Is yeah, that- you don't you don't make your own?
1: Not the nice stuff.
2: Oh, okay. Well yeah, I don't I don't go and buy my own you
0: know, white fin. But no, I see your point. <laughs> Just avoid gas station sushi, it's probably <laughs> It's probably for the best. My talented hands are go. busy. Salmon <laughs> like, is not supposed to be brown, y'all. I'd like the 7-Eleven roll, please.
1: <laughs> okay, our final <laughs> our final headline It takes a huge left turn and heads south. Uh, as it turns out, and if you haven't heard about this, I'd be very surprised because it's been all over the news, but the West Ice Shelf in Antarctica is breaking loose and sliding exonerably towards the ocean. And there's nothing anyone can do to stop it. Now, reports are that it shouldn't actually really affect anyone for at least 100 years. Some people are saying a 1,000, but really, realistically, we're looking 100 to 200 years. In that 100 to 200 years, the worldwide ocean levels will rise 10 feet. I know, it doesn't sound like a huge issue. Until you realize that, hey, remember those tsunamis that hit Japan a year ago or two years ago? They usually averaged about 10 feet. <laughs> um, yeah. There are right. uh, there are maps out there that have shown what would happen to the U.S. coastline if the water level were to rise 10 feet. Uh, most of Florida is gone. <laughs> that's yeah, not a horrible good, good loss.
2: Portions, good portions of California disappear.
1: Yeah, but all those people then have to move inland, and that's a problem. But anyway... This is ignited, and of course, I say this is geeky. It's not really geeky. I apologize if that's the case. Except for the fact that our friend Bill Nye, I say our friend because we all grew up with him and we all love him, patron saint Bill Nye, um, has been trying has been hitting the stump for years about climate change and that this was going to happen. And everyone, everyone who isn't a scientist for some reason, have been on every show saying that he is absolutely wrong and this will never happen. (laughs) Um, guess what people? It has happened. Remember how we mentioned Tesla Motors earlier in the show? Maybe it's time you bought that electric vehicle.
0: You got to get the electricity from somewhere though, dude.
1: Well, yeah. That's why I want a Mr. Fusion. So get a Tesla and a Mr. Fusion. You're set. Get on that. Yeah, get right on that. Now, I uh speaking geek to geek here, people. I'm not going to get up on a stump to say that we're causing global warming because I don't actually believe that. I'm also not going to say that it's totally natural because I don't believe that either. But we're all geeks. We all like science. We all know who Bill Nye is. Mm -hmm. We all know this is happening. I think it's kind of time we, we stop fooling ourselves and pointing blame like everyone up in Washington seems to be doing and just kind of well, maybe there's something we can do. I'm just saying. That's just. I you know. think you know, if you just don't poop where you eat, you're good to go. Take
0: care of what you do. Poop in space. Dang it.
2: I knew I was doing it wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, into our favorites this week, and I'm sorry for getting preachy there, but I just thought that was an interesting little science fact that in a hundred years, dang preachy preacher. World, Dad. preacher.
2: Well, well, no, no, I I don't take this preachy because I mean. Say what you will about uh, creationism versus, versus scientists, but scientists have been doing this for hundreds of years, and there is a lot of truth to science. Who knew? <laughs> so Curse you, scientific for what method, for
1: being so accurate and self-correcting. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm, not, I'm not going out and saying that the Big Bang Theory is true, I'm, you know, but I'm saying that... But it is, is
1: hilarious. Some- I love that show.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Okay. Into our favorites. Um This one comes to us from, uh, well, it's a YouTube channel. This guy has been traveling the world um, off and on. I mean, not continuously, but it is called Around the World in 360 Degrees. Uh, What it is, he took a GoPro and put it out on a a boom. I don't know what you call that. Just uh, that long stick mount that they have. Yeah, yeah, I think it's called the long stick. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say the boom stick, but then that had a whole Bruce Campbell reference (laughs) that I wasn't ready to go into. And he takes this video selfie, except here's the thing. He takes selfies everywhere he goes, and then he edits it in together. And it's beautiful because you can see his journey across the entire world in around th- three minutes. Um, it's uh, There's nothing particularly geeky about it or technological or anything. It's just really cool, and it really shows just how awesome the world is. So definitely check it out. It's only three minutes of your day, but it'll give you a smile.
0: I got a short video for you as well this week. Uh, Many of you are familiar, even if you don't know the name Gilbert Gottfried, you are familiar with his works. Uh, He was the voice of Iago on Aladdin. He's done a lot of different things. Uh, But he has made a quick little video where he voiced classic video games. And I just giggled the whole time. I love Gilbert Gottfried, I think he's hilarious. And. Every time the man speaks, I just laugh. And hearing him do Zelda voiceovers is brilliant. So check it out. Did you
1: ever happen to catch the one of him doing Fifty Shades of Grey?
0: Yes, (laughs) I did. I had that on the show. That was so (laughs) wrong. I think, was that my favorite? That may have been my favorite, actually. Yeah.
2: Um, My favorite uh, is uh, from a YouTube channel I just discovered this week. Uh, his name is Colin Furs. I am now subscribed to his channel. Uh, he made his own Wolverine uh, automatic claws. Uh, they're not made of adamantium, obviously,
1: but, but they, they are do made retract- out of unobtainium. <laughs> unobtainium. I was
2: going to go with vibranium. Vibranium was good, um, but yeah, he, he he has to wear a, a pack for it that has houses all the uh, the pneumatics for it. But uh, they they retract and and detract just like wolverine's claws and it's pretty awesome so check it out
1: very cool well hey that is our episode this week we want to hear what you're thinking feedback at stolen or give us a call 801-917-geek again special thanks over to uh, uh symptoms check it out comiXology we're gonna have the link in the show notes awesome awesome first episode first issue i keep saying the episode but it's not comic fans can laugh Uh, follow Follow us on Twitter, friend us on Facebook, circle us on Google Plus or something. Until next time, cheers. End of line.
0: Good day.
2: This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.